I'm Matt Bergman, and you are watching the Punk Rock, or listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 246. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dassing. What is up? Kyle Wagner. Hello. And Phil Proctor. Yo. Hey, thanks Two for being Phil, here, guys. Podcast. <laughs> Two fills, one cup. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right, topic number one tonight is uh, the UPS driver. So the, the UPS, uh, Jared's got the documents on this. I got the docs. Yeah. So uh, basically what happened was a pair of armed robbers and two others, including the driver of a hijacked UPS truck, were killed in an exchange of gunfire with South Florida police officers after the suspects led authorities on a high-speed chase. The robbers had held up a jewelry store on Thursday before commandeering, that's a, that's a $5 word, the UPS truck and holding its driver hostage, according to Coral Gables Police. After fleeing the scene and evading police for dozens of miles, the truck stopped in the middle of rush hour traffic as armed officers surrounded it. So that's you know part of the story there. Um, but the big part of the story that's got everybody riled up is the fact that during this shootout, um, A, uh, they killed the hostage. The police uh, did. The police, sorry, the police killed the hostage, um, and they also managed to kill a citizen who, whose vehicle they were using as cover. Um, so if you watch the video, you can see, and there's there's a video out there. Um, if you watch the video, you can see uh, these cars. You know, the uh, the UPS truck is kind of like in the middle of the road, and then there's cars sort of trying to drive past it to get out of the way, and the cops are literally following behind the car, you know, with their guns out. You know, poking over the top of the car. It was like and Operation Human Shield. Essentially, yeah. I mean, they were, and you know, they had they had no um, no regard for the the hostages' life. You know, typically, you would think they would have, you know, some sort of hostage negotiation. Um, it's not like these people were, um, you know, it, when they were in the street. It's not like they started just shooting randomly into the crowd. Um, it was just, you know, they got into a, a, a firefight with the police. Well, that's incompetent gun handling by the police. You're responsible for your rounds. Right. And they they ignored yeah, there was, that rule there was of one firearms. There's one other video where someone happened to be driving up um, driving up next to the uh, next to the UPS truck on like a um, a flatbed getting like towed out and they like had their cell phone out and Went like right up to it, and there was just like a hundred bullet holes in the side of this thing, and like blood coming from the door. Oh yeah, this was after the shootout. This was after the shootout. Yeah, this was just clearly they, and I mean there were like bullet holes that were like not even close, like that were just yeah, fucking like (laughs) in the middle of the truck. Police training is notoriously shit. Yeah, I saw a uh, it was a meme or an image, but it was like a. you know, all, where all the police were standing around this thing in the line of fire of their bullets, and they're like, you know, they're, the the red lines are going right into, like, passenger cars, and they're going all over the place, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, obviously a very dangerous situation to be shooting there. Yeah. And it's easy to miss, and it's easy to kill people. So, clearly a poorly handled uh, situation. I... You know, do we think anybody's going to be held accountable or? <laughs> no, I unlikely. So. If history is any indication, I would, I would guess no. But uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I thought I heard a story like um, that that detective that shot himself in Baltimore allegedly shot himself. Mm. That was the most fascinating story, and it really, I, don't, I guess it got national news. It was a detective. Whatever happened with that? Sean Souter. They ruled it a suicide. Did they? 
Yeah, well, he was uh, set, he was set to testify the next day against um, p- corrupt police in Baltimore City. Yeah, didn't he call Alex Jones the day before and say he wasn't going to commit suicide? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, Is that but, true? But you just made that up. I think he just made it up. <laughs> yeah, Maybe but they, so it, this story has a lot of nuance. Like the they shut down the neighborhood where the incident happened for like six days. That's right. And the ACLU Requi- is suing uh, yeah. Baltimore City for that. Yeah. Required people to show their IDs to walk into their own fucking home. Yeah. yeah, they put it. They put the neighborhood under martial law, and it was Bullshit. a lo- it was a low income neighborhood. But so the ACLU is um, suing the Baltimore City Police for their actions, un- which were I'm sure unconstitutional. I mean, how long can you honestly? keep people out of their homes or keep them trapped in their homes, uh-huh. you know? And uh, it was just a very suspicious death. I, if I, I don't know. I mean, I would guess that he was murdered, but I don't really know for sure. I, I would assume that he was killed. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be hard to believe. No. He was supposed to testify against a bunch of other cops? Was that the thing? Yeah. So we Gun Trace Task Force guys? That's right. Yeah, I was going to say it's a Gun Trace Task Force. We had this um, group of police in Baltimore City that was caught. Um, what were they doing? Planting evidence. and it, they were, There's a whole laundry list. They were taking drugs down and confiscated to off the streets and then overtime selling them fraud. to cops in Philadelphia in exchange for, like, like for Earl money for them, like they were swapping that and guns or something like that. Yeah, but with other Philadelphia police well, officers. When you have a city where the community already is distrustful <laughs> of, of the police, it's like the worst thing that can happen is you have all these super corrupt cops. So it's you know you can't you have to you can't tolerate that. There has to be zero tolerance of that. But it is a little bit of a band of brothers, and they right. they they watch out for each other. And I don't know if even if uh, Detective Sean Suter wasn't um, murdered. He probably just had so much apprehension about telling on his fellow police that he killed himself, which is also a possibility. So they have they have like the same kind of mentality that the community has, which is don't snitch, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But he should have snitched. He should have ratted them out because they're dirty cops and they should they should be stripped of their badges and put in jail, you know. Mm-hmm. So instead, he either shot himself or was killed. Mm. But. So it's a really it's a really interesting story, but I I didn't mean to totally change the topic from the UPS driver. Yeah, uh, I don't know too much more about that story. Wasn't he? Wasn't his first day on the job? Who's he's that? probably no, a seasonal. I worked for them for a bunch of years, so he's probably a seasonal guy for Christmas. Sounds no, about no. Right. I think I think what happened was that he was on a new route, or he uh, he had um was subbing for somebody else's route. And so this, so he, it's, it, it's like one of those weird things. It's like, he shouldn't have even been there. So it's like worse than getting fired on your day off. Was, <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh, geez, Bill. Was he the hostage? He was, yeah. The yeah. driver was the hostage. The driver was in the car. And so they, they rent, they, what happened was they robbed this jewelry store and the jewelry owner actually, or the jewelry store owner actually had a gun and shot at the robbers. They shot back and wounded the jewelry. <laughs> You're right, dude. Mm. <laughs> they shot. They shot back and wounded the jewelry store owner and took like off. Um, and then by taking off, they I guess it was a UPS truck sitting outside. Mm. They commandeered it and it's like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it basically. Run in. Was, well, yeah. those UPS drivers, man, they leave their doors open all the time. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. Are you victim blaming the UPS? No, no. Right? I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like you, you see an open door on a vehicle. You're like, that's the one I'm taking. Well, Let's yeah. go. Yeah, you yeah, jump I mean, in there. Just like Grand Theft Auto, it seems like the worst. Reverse out of there was probably double. Yeah, but I mean, did you did you guys ever play like uh, Grand Theft Auto where you like steal a van or a truck? Yeah, truck would be the last thing I'd steal though. You know, that was awesome, man. 
driving that truck around just yeah, running so over shit. Yeah, it's so unwieldy, dude. You go around one corner so and much you're fun. Like sliding down a road. Steal a Camaro, not a fucking yeah, exactly. delivery truck. I you steal the, the, the brown UPS The Kamado or whatever they call it. It was fun to steal whatever. <laughs> that whatever, game was so much fun. Anyway. Whatever non-IP uh, <laughs> thing they got to call it. <laughs> um, they had something... Um, where did it happen? Was it England or somewhere where they stole a, like a truck like that and where they killed twelve people just running over people on France. the sidewalk? Paris, yeah. yeah, you remember that? It oh, it was that. Uh, France. It was like thirty people. Uh, yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, actually, just rented a U-Haul today, so you know, <laughs> I, the, I didn't run over anybody. Keep your, alert, <laughs> keep your doors locked. I'm just dude. saying, like you could you could do some damage in one of those things before, fertilizer before they got to you. So yeah, Kyle, you said um, so you just moved into like your new home. Yeah, and uh, so today uh, your girlfriend just moved in. Uh, yeah, well, she was there all week, but we got her furniture today. So and, that's what you were I saying. This eat. is the first time for you uh, with living badge. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm sure our female uh, listeners. This is, this is awkward. I mean, oh, your words, not cool. mine, Kyle. <laughs> That's true. They would, they would enjoy they're that. Your words. There's also two of them. Live in I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was driving the U-Haul around. It's weird to go from my car, which is like just a normal, it's a uh, sports coupe, to driving that thing, and it's just you know, it's slow. It's I get it. I got to take the turns easy. And Did you have to go on any like major highways? Yeah. yeah well, I went under um, the 895 tunnel. I had to go down to pick mm. up a couch from my friend. Mm. And I'm like, it says there's like this the little sign. Couch? There's this little sign and it's like, uh, you know, exit here to get your clearance checked. And I'm like, I don't know what my clearance is, but oh, uh, and there's no thing that said you have. like. Well, what did you? How big was it? It was eleven feet. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know though. Unless you're getting that big ass one that's like a fucking semi, you're yeah. gonna be fine. No, it was only eleven feet, so I'm like, I think it's Which good. Which is insane that you can get one of those, like those fucking like forty footers. Yeah, and you don't even need like a CDL. Yeah, you know? just <laughs> like, hey man, I, here's my driver's license. Give <laughs> yeah. me this gigantic truck. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Trust me. There was me. like a Family Guy bit where he's like, I'm 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 trying my uh, a new start. I don't know. Never mind. Forget. It. I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just like it's this, it's basically that. I was terrified going under that bridge though because I had to make a split second decision and the sign didn't say what the clearance was and it's kind of up there and I'm driving under. I'm like looking up at the roof like uh, I think I got this. Like trucks come under here all the time, right? It's yeah. got to be yeah, a good clearance. Fine. There's a web camera of a bridge in the south somewhere. Oh, it's a classic. That it's like every other day is a low clearance. <laughs> There's a a truck that or a trailer or something that hits the bridge. Jeez. It's like why don't they? They you have know. a station. Oh, they have warnings. Don't they, they have it, blinking you know? lights that go off and wow. sensors, and people hit it daily, practically. There's a whole compilation video. Like just every day, there's a new video of someone hitting that, and just ripping off the top of their truck. I mean, but I mean, you would think if it's literally happening like every other day that they would just like make the bridge higher there. Or something. Yeah, fix you the know? bridge. Yeah, I don't think exactly. they can because it's a train bridge, and that requires. Well, a who's lot got a monopoly on that road? They have to. Dig. <laughs> they probably have to dig, right? Maroons. Well, no, I wouldn't. Th well, I, I, whatever, whatever it entails to like raise up a fucking bridge. For oh, it's a, a train. I think it's a train, train bridge or, yeah, or it's something. Bridge. It's pretty serious. Can you raise up? A, can you have a train go like, yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, maybe they could project. just dig and like uh, go. They, they could just yeah. make it a ramp. They could just put a sign that says low clearance. <laughs> they do. <laughs> With blinking lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe you can dig out the shit. road, you know? Maybe the road can we've been dip having down. A, we've yeah. had a lot of problems with that lately in our community. Like, there was um, 
these roads that are really sharp turns or that you can't make left out of like for these tractor trailers and more and more since like the advent of gps these trucks are getting stopped on the road because they can't turn because the gps doesn't tell them that they can't make this turn but back in the day you know it was like word of mouth people would tell like yeah don't go down that road find another uh, find another one yeah gps isn't that quite that sophisticated yet, yet not yet yeah Oh, I see you're driving an 18-wheeler. You can't make this right. <laughs> well, you, you, would, you, you would think like Waze would have that down at least, right? Mm. I, uh, I would think so. I need to get Waze. Eh. It tells you where all the <laughs> cops are. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, you don't like Waze, dude? No, I like all Waze. About it tells you where all the police are, right? Yeah. So, does, yeah, so, totally. does my, uh, so does Google Maps now. Oh, it so does? Yeah. They, well, not Google as, owns not as, uh, Waze. They're, they're using Google data for yeah. Waze. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Google they might actually own everything, it. man. Alphabet might have it only. Yeah. Well, why, why did they change the name to Alphabet? That was so stupid. Well, What's Alphabet's Alphabet? like the holding company. Yeah, but Google is just sure, iconic. It's a tax purpose it's, yeah, thing. It's, Regulations. I and I think there was some talk about just calling it Google, and I don't know. It was There's Google, some reason and the for ticker it. for it was like G O O G or something. It still is. I thought it was Alphabet. I thought they changed. Well, it. Alphabet is just like a different. It's like the holding company, mm. and there's other stuff underneath of it. So would their ticker say ABC then? <laughs> I don't know. I got jokes for days. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, I thought I thought it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, cops suck. That was fucking awful. I mean, how, I just, I don't know how you would just dive behind people in cars. Well, I, I, I mean, you're, you're trained you train to take cover. So they took covers, just their cover was filled But why with, wouldn't you drive your vehicle up and use your vehicle as cover? I, I, I don't know all those tactics and stuff, but um, I, I know you're responsible for the rounds you fire, you know, and going... Right. That, that's citizens. Citizens are responsible. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Cops, you get you know, a little more leeway. You know, there are rules. I got a badge, so... <laughs> I'm just thinking of so many like um, like TV shows, like cheesy TV shows, where like you're just a reckless cop, Murphy, but you get the job done. <laughs> He's like the guy killed like 14 people, but he got the bad guy. You know, it yeah. was worth it. Damn it! <laughs> it's like every Lethal Weapon movie. Oh man, this is making me want to watch T.J. Hooker. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah, with no. Heather Heather Locklear. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I was in puberty when yeah. that was on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I think shit. that was like, wasn't that like her introduction to television? Yeah, I believe so, uh, as far as I remember. Yeah, same here. She's like a mess right now, isn't she? I, I believe so. Yeah. So am I, so I'm not in room to judge, so. Yeah, he's, no, he's not, like, not like she's a mess, man. She's like <laughs> spiraling out of control. Is this close to Flockhart? Heather, Heather Locklear. No, Heather Locklear. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Bad. Pretty sure I heard that. She was hot. Yeah. yeah, poor bro. UPS driver. What was that show? Melrose? Guy. Was it Melrose Place? I'm she using was on? FedEx. Yeah. Oh, there was also. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I do kind of want to only use FedEx because did you see what the UPS uh, tweet uh, Twitter account? Posted? Oh my god, it was so it was cringeworthy. Yes, I saw. Yeah, they were basically. Oh, I wish I had. They were licking up. boots. Yeah, they were basically. Oh, yeah. You know, basically saying like thank you to the cops for. Handling the situation, it's like we're going to cooperate fully with yeah. them. They should be the only one. They should with be guns, cooperating right? with you. Yeah, they just kill one of your drivers. Like, <laughs> God, like. Just, so they actually they were like so they killed the driver and they shot up the truck and UPS was like, good work. <laughs> is that, we're cooperating. Is that really what they what, what they said? 
Right, Jared's uh, yeah, looking we're, it we're up. We're getting trying the docs. To, trying to get the docs here. Right. The listeners, they deserve the docs. Yeah, but we can't have docs. dead air while he's looking it up. Yeah, that's also sucks. Well, so that's why I'm talking. talking. I'm va- it's called vamping. That's what I'm doing right now. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's vamping. vamping. It's a radio term. Look it up, man. It's, it's more of a... Uh, I'm still doing it right now as we speak. Because <laughs> <laughs> dead air sucks. I know. You want to so talk does about... the internet, apparently. website also sucks. <laughs> you want to talk about the, uh, the next topic? No, yeah. man. We've gone too far. We have to get the tweet. Good. It's coming, man. I Here promise. Comes the tweet. Oh, no! They must have deleted it. Jared, Jared's getting it. that. Pa- <laughs> Jared's getting that page does not exist. Said, he clicked on the link for the tweet and it says, "Sorry, this page doesn't exist." <laughs> I don't know what matters. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here it is. We oh. are deeply. So this is from UPS. We are deeply saddened to learn a UPS service provider was a victim of the senseless act of violence. We extend our condolences to the family and friends of our employee and the other innocent victims involved in the incident. We appreciate law enforcement service Blech. service, and will cooperate with the authorities as they continue the investigation. I mean, what did you expect them to say? You know, nice shooting officers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Get better it's training? Like, you goddamn pigs. <laughs> Get your shit together. I don't know. Dear Florida police, you owe us a truck and a, <laughs> yeah. and a driver. And an <laughs> yeah. Expect the bill in the mail. <laughs> Send over your worst cop. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. That's just everybody yeah. unloaded. Everybody unloaded. It's incompetence. But this happens all the time. There's all. There's another video. This guy was like, he's like a mentally disturbed man, and the cop goes into his house because she apparently he was accused of stealing something at another place during the day, and they saw him videotape. And she's a woman cop, and she's waiting for a backup to come because this guy is like getting like belligerent with her, and he's like clearly mentally disturbed. And his mom's there, and his mom's trying to calm him down because she's like elderly, and he's kind of like an older guy, probably like around our age. But you could tell he's like disturbed, and because he's just like, "Don't touch me, don't touch me." He's like constantly keeps telling him like. And then he starts getting like physical with her and starts like pushing her. And so the cop, she just, as I guess, as like he pushed her away, he, she shot, like she just shot her gun and shot the mom oh, who Jesus. was, who the mom was trying to get her son to calm down and saying, you don't talk to her like that. She, you know, you don't talk to a police officer like that. You don't talk to a woman like that. And, and <laughs> so she was trying to deescalate. And so the woman cop ends up shooting her. Did she and kill then, her? Uh, I don't think so, but mm, but then good. so then get so her backup shows up literally like ten seconds after she shoots the mom, and the guy's standing on the or he's like kind of sitting on the ground and he's like you hurt my mom you hurt my mom and the her like her partner comes in and just comes straight to the front door and the guy's not looking and he just kicks the guy in the face and knocks him to the ground and. So he like so the guy like gets knocked out almost instantaneously, mm. clearly. And the cops call him this fucking piece of shit. Yeah, roll this motherfucking piece of shit over. And he's like, because I guess at first he thought that it was the guy who shot the mom. He shot his mom. He's like, it was this his gun. She's like, no, it's mine. He's like, well, put your gun in your holster. Look at what are you doing? Put your gun on. And she's all panting on the floor. It's just clearly none of these people were trained properly. None of them. Well, trained. And he's like yelling at her to like. Police departments are too big. I mean, because of the war on drugs, are so too big. A, and the government sucks at human resources, so they suck at hiring mm. good candidates. And then they got to hire a lot of them. So yep. you get shitheads that should not have guns in a badge. And they even what didn't they deny that one person because they had too high of an IQ? And so like they had like a standard now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you're, you're too, too high, I never, I never job, heard of you're that. You're bound to quit. No, that's real. Dude. That's real. Look it up. There's 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 news articles on it that aren't from. And so it came up. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Has AIDS Brainiac, <laughs> get out of here. 
No, I'm, I, I see you another, and your education. I see another uh, tweet here. You can't do this job. Um, that says a total of 19 officers from five different agencies fired into the UPS truck. A senior law enforcement source tells CBS Miami. So oh, you're you're not, you're not even talking about like one agency that's like. Did they know a there was a hostage? Apples. Did they know there was a hostage, or it was just sort of like I don't know. Hoorah! Let's light this thing I mean, up. When you when you think that would be like important knowledge, like identify there's a hostage in there. Yeah, you would think and they would know that to... before they got the green light to fire. You yeah. would think they would. And, but there's also an element to it of wouldn't you? I, I don't know. I'm not a cop. I don't pretend to know cop taxes. I probably sound like an idiot to anyone who knows anything about it. But wouldn't you think that the point where you're just like these guys have limited ammunition? If they're shooting at us and they're not hitting us, we evacuate the area and we contain the area. They're going to eventually run out. They eventually have to come out sometime. Right. Like, let's not put anyone in danger. Let's let's just de-escalate the situation. Yeah, why and not like get all the not, civilians out yeah, of there? Yeah, get everyone out. And if and then if they start hitting officers or they start hitting like innocent people, rocket then, launcher. <laughs> yeah, right. Your mind's still GTA. set on G- yeah GTA. Dude. You only need to hit it once. <laughs> just fire the RPG right. Yeah, there. that reminds me of a girl I once knew. Never mind. Well, <laughs> did she fire did RPGs she fire RPG? at UPS trucks? Did she? Is that how she hurt no, your I, heart? I only had to hit it once, and that's it. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. that was a bad joke. I almost fell flat, almost like your joke before. Right. I might didn't even make it yeah, out the gate, dude. You, you pulled the ripcord on that one <laughs> yeah. real fast. I I just stuck by with mine. I even repeated it. Not right. good. Not good audio. Anyway, all right. So uh, <laughs> next topic. Speaking of uh, yanking one out, um, there is a. Uh, a hashtag going around on on Twitter called ban porn and I think it, it's Genesis uh, lies in a tweet by this guy Matt Walsh um, who is a writer for the Daily Wire which is um, Ben Shapiro's uh, rag and uh, let me just pull up this tweet I've got it handier than the other the one do- this is the most docs you've had dude I'm, I'm trying to turn the show it. around dude. What, what I if- love it what if people just uh, instead of banning it, you know, just didn't look at it? So his his <laughs> the initial tw- yeah well what a concept what a concept. So his initial tweet uh, and he's posted a lot Outrageous. since this one, but this one was posted yesterday. He says, "We live in a society, lol. We live in a society where the most extreme and depraved forms of pornography are readily accessible to children. If your primary concern when faced with this epidemic is to protect." The rights of smut peddlers and masturbators. <laughs> I'd suggest that your priorities need realignment. Uh, he goes on to say, "Yeah, he goes on." Harry palmed. He goes on to say, "Oh, someone says, hey kids, want to see a guy accidentally argue for deplatforming speech?" To which he responds, "Nothing accidental. Yes, I unapologetically argue for deplatforming all pornographers." Put them in jail too, Kyle. Are, are you going to wow. fight for your masturbation rights? I. That's not really how I would, I would phrase it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, get, this guy can get out of here with it. When bullshit. masturbating is outlawed, only outlaws will masturbate. If, if you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, masturbating outlaws yeah, is that a yep, podcast? That yeah, is. <laughs> if, if you have kids, then I think you, uh, you as a parent need to put some restrictions on the the internet. You can't just have unrestricted internet for, um, you know, a 10-year-old. 
Sure, I think. And I mean, it's, may, it's maybe funny. you guys, Matt, probably might be like, hey, you know, if they're old enough to search it, they're old enough to look at it. But like, no. <laughs> I, I prefer some restrictions. No, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. They no have doubt. like kid-friendly internet, right? Don't these yep. like there's yep. kid YouTube YouTube kids or whatever. There's sites. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids, so obviously I don't know. What I'm talking, you know, Kyle, what would you do if you had it's a ten-year-old really and you walked in the room and they were watching like a flat Earth video on YouTube? <laughs> I, I wouldn't, you know. I would be like... Would you let them leave it on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going really dark with what that. If I was like, I mean, there's a lot of worse things they could have... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's also hypocritical. It's hypocritical. Um, so Bob Murphy, you know, you guys know Bob Murphy. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he... Yeah, I think David Dahl told me about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hi, Dave. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. He uh he made a, a, a he he did a tweet he did a Twitter, um and he said um he he dug up this old tweet or this old like uh this old article title that Matt had written, which said you know don't blame or you know basically don't blame guns blame fathers, basically saying like, you know it's not about controlling the gun it's about you know controlling your kids if you're a father if you're an adult oh, if you're a okay. parent. Which is basically the same argument you could use for pornography, like we're talking about. Like, yeah, you know, it's not up to the government. You know, it's not up to um, you know anyone but you to to protect your children. Um, I mean, sure, communities can help you protect your children. But well, that's where they get this. They're like, you know, the community's. It going takes to, a village. Well, it they, takes a village. Yeah, Hillary. Well, there's Hillary, a diff- yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. They equate um, the government with the community. And they, especially like the federal government with the community, and that's where, that's where things get muddy because, or at least for these guys, it gets muddy because, you know, that's that's not the responsibility of government if there is any. Um, yeah, especially not the federal government, which yeah. was set up for like what for national defense and uh, sort of facilitating interstate trade, and right. now it's become this like nanny state that just thinks they can micromanage every little thing, and and it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they need to. I don't know how you roll it back. Like, I don't know how we get from the trajectory we're on and where we're at to being like, okay, this is going to be more local based governance. Yeah, I don't know. You got an anarchist I mean, would say no governance. I mean, we can at least stop it from like expanding though. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's it's cool. Like what if you could, if you could have a secession in a state, if a state could secede. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Some, um, so I think some states tried that. Before. I mean, assuming the state—you <laughs> yeah. sound like a neo-confederate. I mean, but then that also assumes the state just doesn't pass its own tyrannical laws. Yeah, I mean, you know, I that's think, sort of why you know, in principle, you know, I don't think it works. But in principle, you know, that's why you have the constitution because it's supposed to be like, all right, the states can pass whatever law they want as long as it doesn't abridge these these things. Kyle, Kyle, question. So if if Maryland were to society, would were to decide to secede, right? Would you stay in Maryland, and uh, or or would you leave and go with uh, the United States? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's really hard to fathom because so many people that live in Maryland work in D.C. Yeah, they're a bunch of So, like, it would have a major impact on our employment, you know. And if they don't work directly for the federal government, a lot of them work for government contractors. Government's the number one employer in Maryland. Yep. Whether it's uh, teachers or government contractors or direct federal employees, like we, half the state works for the government in some way, shape, or form. So it's one of the least likely states to secede. Um, okay, so what if uh, what if New Hampshire seceded through the, the Free State Project? Do you think it would move there? Maybe. I would definitely weigh it because uh, it would depend depend on income tax rates, but you're talking about a savings of, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars a year in taxes. Um you know, there would be that financial incentive to move there, and especially. But if you you'd could, also have to be concerned about whether the U.S. would impose like trade restrictions, trade embargoes, that sort or, of thing. Yeah, you war. don't or or war. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be. may build a wall. Like you still <laughs> need you would you would still need access to all the stuff that the U.S. has, like Chinese goods and yeah, exactly. like foreign goods and and all, U.S. goods. You wouldn't want to be stuck in New Hampshire with only the produce of New Hampshire. You know, it's that's why it's apples and maple syrup. That's why free trade is so important. Exactly. You know, so yeah, you would have to weigh that too. And then I think for me, you know, obviously weather's a big factor. I think New Hampshire's probably too cold. I think Maryland's too cold. Get to wear a ski helmet. Personally, yeah. You know, I'm starting to adapt yeah. to Maryland now. Finally, uh, yeah, everyone just yeah. No, I mean, I've lived everybody's here my whole head, life, but now I'm just like, <laughs> dude. Fuck it, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> finally, after finally, just like, 30 years, it, you're like, all right. Should, should I, I have to bring it back up, man. That was too good. What? what? You guys, all three of you just missed that. Oh, what Phil just said. What do you say? Say it again. You were talking you about fit. New Hampshire. I said you could wear a cool ski helmet. Uh, <laughs> that was good. That was true. Of skiing. Yeah, dude, you can wear that shit like all the time, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no one would judge you. <laughs> I need to. You could go to. Yeah, go to church. One of these it. years, I'm going to change that profile pic. No, uh, never, dude. You can't, dude. No, fuck off, dude. How old are you in that profile pic? That pic is uh like eight or nine years old. <laughs> eight or nine years old. Yeah, and you're with another girl, Actually, in there, right? Yeah, it's. Is that your I think it was 2011. So 2011, eight, eight years. Yeah. Wow, dude. Uh, no, that's my friend, uh, Laura. She's still she's a married girl, now. Huh? Still another girl. Were, were you tapping it back then? No. <laughs> what was going on there? No. <laughs> um, we get a little handy on her, the ski She and her list. sister used to go skiing with us, and uh, I don't know. I just took that pic. It was one of the first pictures I ever took on my smartphone. Kyle, you didn't give her smartphone. a lift? I did not. No. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. What are we so, talking about? So Banning porn. So yeah. So there's a lot. There's also like a lot of libertarians who think this way too. About see, yeah, these aren't libertarians <clears throat> to me, man. These are yeah, conservatives. Wanna, conservatives are not libertarians. Well, let me finish. Sorry, go ahead. They don't like. They're not like. They don't want porn to be legal, but they're just like I stopped watching porn. I don't think it's good for the. It's good for your mind. It's good for you know anything really. It's, well, I mean, I, mean, I think can I translate that? A guy that says that. He's saying, my wife caught me cranking it, and now she's making me humiliate, humiliate myself <laughs> yeah. publicly. I mean, look, there's definitely- Because we're on the God Squad. I mean, no, I think there there could be some people that, that uh, say a, that. But I'm I pretty mean, sure Cal's one of those guys. Who knows? I mean, for, for all yeah. I know, maybe porn could be unhealthy. I just don't see any reason to. Is, I, just don't, I just don't see any reason to prohibit it as long as it's all for, consenting adults. Right. I don't see any reason to prohibit yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, could it be unhealthy? I think, I think that's debatable. It might be. I mean, I look at porn- I'm not judging anybody else here. It looks at porn because I look at yeah. it too. Right, but what I'm just saying. I'm just saying maybe it's maybe it's not healthy. Do you think the tranny uh, tranny is uh, is tranny porn is now like 
not PC anymore because they they had to train they had to change it to trans porn. Uh, yeah, I think on Pornhub they don't call it tranny. Porn. Yeah, they don't call they it call it trans porn or oh. chicks with dicks or something. Like that. <laughs> cool. Very very PC. What's the, what's the correct What's the correct political term? Dude, it's so stunning that you know that. <laughs> it, it comes up on the toolbar, dude. What do you want from me? Yeah, man. Uh, I remember. Well, dude, but the it, free market will the figure whole... it out, though, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and go, going back to like the whole, is it bad or not? I mean, pornography in some form has been has been in human culture for thousands of years. I mean, they've oh, it dug predates up... humans. They, you know, they're drawing dicks and cave well, I don't think walls. it predates <laughs> humans, but <laughs> no. I mean, I, you'd be like, I mean, Neanderthals. Like you, 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 you just see a yeah. homo caves in Spain and uh, homo habilis was sitting there jerking it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, sure, like, cave, cave, there's cave art that has, like, tits in it, there's, what are you laughing about, dude? Let's there, think about jerking off like, in a cave. I mean, there's, like, I mean, it was prevalent in, like, Rome, like, you know, all throughout oh, yeah. Rome, I mean, this idea, I mean, sure, there's certainly unhealthy things, you know, there's, you know, people that look at it way too much that should probably just back off a little bit, but to say that it's, like, Bill's destroying, to say that it's like destroying Western civilization, all this nonsense. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Well, they think some of them think that it's like the yeah, no, it's stupid. a no fat mu- movement. You know, they think uh, you need your virility, you need your your testosterone I mean, at maximum levels. I thought you said no man. fat movement. I'm like, what the hell, Kyle? <laughs> no Kyle, fat. That's another one we're starting. <laughs> Kyle, real talk. How many hours of porn for you per week? Um, hours. <laughs> probably not even a whole hour, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, he only needs like a minute, dude. <laughs> yeah, about two, three minutes. I'm good. <laughs> How gross do you feel when you get to the end of the video? You're like, damn it, the video's still playing. I'm done. I, like, I've never, yeah, I never, I never get to the end. <laughs> so it's like, oh, was, that was, now I feel gross. Yeah. Now, now I feel shame. Like, God damn it, where's the towel? Like, <laughs> close this, close this all. Why up. am I still in this McDonald's parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you no, where did, where did, uh, what was Code Cash's spot? <laughs> was it a McDonald's? I thought it was Walmart. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, it was like a Walmart. Walmart parking lot. Of some sort. <laughs> How's he oh, doing, geez. by the way? Is he still running for... Um, yup, he's still running. He's he getting into it with Hornburger about something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's getting yeah, into it. Yeah, tell us about that. They're bringing up a lot of bullshit about Hornburger. Like, because... I love how this shit doesn't come out in t- uh, until he decides he's running for president. Like, no one's trashing Jacob Hornberger until he decides that he's running for president. Well, that's politics, man. Well, yeah, I know. That's pretty, so, that's pretty apparently, during the 2000 election, Jacob Hornberger noticed that the campaign for um, Liberty for Harry Brown was getting these contributions to the campaign, which just didn't add up. Like, they weren't, like, nothing made sense. And so he brought it to light because he said, like, there's something shady going on. And they were like they violated some type of federal thing because it was just being real shady. Apparently, like uh, Harry Brown was like double dipping, like he was getting paid by the LP at the same time. It was like something, something that was I, I don't know the exact details of it, but it was enough where Harry Brown like went like all shit like crazy at him, and then Hornberger went back at him, and they wow. kind of just they kind of got into an argument about that, and then if, eventually, like a few years later, the Harry Brown. Uh, campaign admitted to yeah we did that like it was it was it was something that was uh we did wrong or whatever and but it's like 20 years old i really liked harry brown too i don't know what that was all about i don't know yeah i I mean like uh yeah you like harry brown like everything i knew about him like now i never at the time i didn't know i wasn't a libertarian i wasn't following that I, I voted for him. He ran. He was a presidential candidate one year. Two thousand. I, I couldn't 2000, vote until two thousand eight. <laughs> so. Yeah, two thousand. Well, two thousand six. Technically, like back in the nineties or something. 
It was 2000. 2000. It was the presidential I remember campaign. He, he like called 9-11. It was a few months before the 9-11 attacks, and there's a video of Harry Brown being like, you know, they're probably going to fly planes into the buildings. I mean, it was like into the World Trade Center. It was like spot on, hmm. but he was talking about blowback. He was like, you know, we've done this. We've committed this military aggression, and there's going to be rep- reprisals. And he, I, I believe, is went so far as to say it was going to be attacking the World Trade Center for revenge. So... You know, he was on point with his uh, blowback. Yeah. I mean, there was already precedent set then because of the 1993 bombing. Yeah. So, I, I I mean, but yeah, like, Harry Brown was good, but apparently, like, his campaign, he was committing some type of violations. I don't know how legit they are or Maybe. how in the grand scheme of things, but it was enough where Jacob Hornberger felt like they weren't they weren't being honest with the, the campaign. And so he just brought it out, and he was pretty much vindicated through it. And it's 20 years ago. How much money do these LP campaigns really even get? You know, like... Yeah, a lot to make someone a good chunk of money is what matters. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, a good chunk of money, maybe, <laughs> like, but but compared to, say, a Republican or Democrat well, um, yeah, presidential campaign, we're in a quarter, they're pulling in 20 million bucks. Yeah, like, I, I think it's it was nothing still like that. It, it was still enough that I, I wish I knew more about the details, but it was, just, it was pretty much something that's been squashed. And the fact that, like, Kokesh and. Um, Berman and all these people are bringing it up just against Hornberger when like Hornberger is just like the nicest guy. It, it's just it just reeks of just the the smear campaign politic yeah. bullshit. I still haven't done my research on Hornberger. I I uh, have he's been great. so busy. I mean, he's I, well, I know Future Freedom Foundation, and he ho- he's been hosting a like a podcast or a webcast on that with I, Richard Ebeling for a okay, long time. Okay, so so basically, like the whole like criticism is Hornberger is too honest. Exactly. That was it. Was he was he had enough morals, I guess. But then would say, well, he did it for personal reasons, and and now they're now they're saying because he released the book after he announced he was running for campaign, uh, for the for the LP presidential nomination. So the day he announced his campaign, he released the book, and um, so now they're saying, well, he's just running just to release books. Like that's what the audacious uh, and the radical caucuses are saying. But it's funny well, no because one cares about what his say, book though. is two ninety nine on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So he's well, he's trying to sell books. You know, he's trying to get rich. No, I mean, maybe he's just trying to like you know promote his presidential campaign through or, his book. You exactly. Know? I mean, who knows? That's exactly. What I, I mean, but really, I mean, as long as his book doesn't say anything bad and it says good things that will bring people towards liberty, you know, how is that a bad thing that he's releasing a book? Exactly. And so that's what I I am a little biased because I did get off of a video uh, yeah, conference you know, with him it, last it's, night. It's almost like when you're playing like uh, PlayStation and you've got the headset on and somebody you beat somebody's ass and they call you a tryhard. <laughs> you know, because it's like, oh, he's he's a tryhard. It's like, yeah, well, we we do want somebody to try hard. That's ridiculous. Yeah, if that's your worst criticism of the man, that's it. That's it. That's all they have, and that's what they're going with. And a lot of people are just—they're like crushing him for it. And I'm like, why is this? this He's only in it for the book sales. I know. Yeah, he's only in it for the book sales. He's in it for the money. (laughs) The two ninety (laughs) nine a copy. And and the thing is, is he all the money he get? uh, uh, Well, never mind. That's the Future Freedom Foundation is a nonprofit, so he doesn't get any money from that per se. But he can't use any of the if he was getting something from that or. I don't know the rules, but technically he has to do this at this campaign out of his own money because that's a nonprofit, so they can't endorse any type of politics yeah. at all. You know, you probably know the and rules. I, and I don't even know how much money the Future Freedom Foundation has. It sounds like a small operation. Dude, I don't know, man. I heard they were raking in the Benjis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they, did they get the, the uh, Coke money? Did they get any of that? Yeah, the Coke money. Yeah. yeah. 
That's where Co- it's at. Maybe that cocaine money. Yeah. Cocaine. All right. Talk about skiing. All right. So this is, it feels like this happened forever ago, but apparently it was on Tuesday. But uh, Kamala Harris has dropped out. Bye, bitch. Yep. Bye, bitch. Yep. Kamala, uh, or as uh, Michael Malice likes to call her, Hamala Harris. <laughs> yeah. And Officer Harris, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I uh, listen to some progressive talk radio on Sirius. So That's unfortunate. of course you, know. you do. <laughs> Why would you do I that like, to yourself? He likes I like to himself. hear what I'll all put my balls in a vice sometimes. <laughs> I like to hear what yes. I like to hear what everyone's thinking, and they're very upset because now they have uh, the a. They're less about, diverse field than uh, the Republicans had in 2016. What a shit so way to the think. Republicans <laughs> had Cruz, and they had um, yeah, three rich white guys. Who else? The they had Ben Carson. Yeah, and they had someone else. And they're like, now we have all all white people. And I guess they still have uh, women, right? You still have Elizabeth Warren. Well, wait, Whoa, I mean, Tulsi. Tulsi's a woman of color. Tulsi's not white. I mean, technically, she's a woman of color, well, bro. I think I think maybe they, they don't, don't like Tulsi. They don't like Tulsi. <laughs> POC. Yeah. So I don't know. They were they were just complaining. Of that course. There's no. Uh, but what a shit way to think in life. Like that's how they. think, My Phil? options now are like there's no one who has darker yeah. skin who's running. Even though I wasn't gonna vote for that person, but they're not in it. That's a disgrace. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's man? how they think. I, that's what they care about. That is priority number one is identity yeah. politics. Like topic number. And five. they don't want a white guy. And like meanwhile, their leading candidate is like this. Like, like three of them. Befuddled old white oh, dude. White people. They're all befuddled. I guess. I love that word. Befuddled. That's uh, fun to say. Yeah. Befuddled. It's a boomer word, or probably even older than that. <laughs> You, you guys got Sanders. You guys the video of that Biden. word is is Whoa. pre-boomer. Pre-boomer. <laughs> just drop something, bro. It's the greatest generation. <laughs> Did, oh, not your. What is the? <laughs> no, what is that generation really make called this anymore? <laughs> that's the thing that's what it's called. <laughs> I, I've heard that, but does it not have another name besides I, it, the greatest the generation? You know my, what this generation? My grandparents' generation. Yeah, you know what this generation talk is? It's literally like one step above astrology. Like it's well, my generation is this, and everyone has their own hypothesis about this generation. It just sounds like you're reading your horoscope to me. It does, you know. But I, I, I read something that was saying this is the first, the opening salvo in an ongoing generational war that's coming up between <sighs> the boomers and the millennials over here. money, right? Over entitlement spending because. The boomers are entitled to lots and lots of money through Social Security and Medicare, and the millennials are going to be the working generation, and they're struggling with tons of student loan debt, poor jobs, and they're going to have to pay for the boomers. So they're like, this could be a a major... you know, generational clash in the next 50 years. Once again, it's government. Everyone's mad at each other when it's the government's fault. They're well, the ones who created the Ponzi scheme of Medicaid and Medicare and yeah, uh, they the spent Social all Security that money and all that bullshit. But so, so I could I could go on talking way too much about this stupid generation thing. But but Kamala Harris is out. So it limits the field. So now there's there's not a uh, Cory Booker still left. So is that the only other? African American running, I think I maybe I don't know. I guess of the popular it's ones, the only one I stand a chance. But he just he's not making the next uh, debate either. Yeah, I, his mm. campaign hasn't really took off. I had heard or thought that he was going it's to be like eyes. a front runner, but um, I mean it's you know it's Biden. Oh, you know, Tulsi's still in it, right? Yeah, Tulsi's in yeah. it. Who are the top top three? Is it is it Biden? Is but Warren Biden, still up there? Yeah. Or Biden, is Sanders ahead of Warren now? No, no, it's Biden. 
Actually, maybe because uh, apparent. Well, no, no, no. I think Sanders is still below Warren. What about yeah. Budapeg? How's he? Doing? Yeah, oh, he's, oh, he's number and, one. Yeah, Biden and you know Biden's he, number one, and then Budapeg, and then Warren. But apparently, Warren Sanders, was up high yeah. until she. Um, yeah, well, isn't Yang still in it or not? Yeah, he's yeah, but he's oh, all yeah, there's bottom. another. So yeah. what is it? Well, yeah, he's an Asian guy, man. Um, yeah, he's I called him power bottom though. Yeah, sure. I called him Booty Peg. I guess that's not right. No, booty, it's booty gig. Booty gig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Butt plug for fun. If you want to say it? Um, it's better. But yeah, so apparently well, Bloomberg's her, her, in it now too. Oh yeah, yeah Bloomberg. Bloomberg's in it. <laughs> oh, that's right. They were saying he spent more money in two weeks than like Harris spent in the last well, eleven months. I mean, he's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want? Um, but yeah, apparently Warren's numbers took a nosedive after she came out for Medicare for all. At least mm-hmm. that, that was the article kind of correlated it with that. Which is which is I, odd. I thought she was word, always. No, no, no. She was. Um, she's kind of been like, uh, keep some of the private, keep keep some of the private market. Who warns? Yeah. Well, yeah. she was that before she came out with that crazy thing that cost fifty two trillion dollars. Yeah. yeah, but that was recently she came out with that. Yeah, and then she was like, well, we redid it, and it's 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 much cheaper. It's now only like a few trillion. <laughs> Just a few trillion. Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Just These, a gazillion. Yeah, just one gazillion. People can't <laughs> tax people, the rich. We can pay I, for it. It's it's weird because people say these numbers about like billions and millions stuff, and they really can't wrap their head around how many zeros, how many digits that is. We can't count. I mean, you just because you just well, hear the name, educated billion, in public whatever. School. It's only a few billion. It's whatever. You know, tax the rich. Whatever. There you go. You know, that's what people think. Like the the normies out there. But when when you have to like sit down and think about it, and you even fifty two trillion says something to people like whoa i've never heard that number said before i've heard a few trillion but never 52 I trillion don't th- i don't think they care i, I think there's li- something to that there's not a lot but a significant amount that would think okay yeah she's not the one to, to vote for in this primary if she's talking about 52 the, trillion there's not one social democrat that cares about how much any of this stuff is going to cost but I, i'm not saying social democrat i'm just thinking that the run of the mill democrat the ones who are in these yeah, polls they, they don't care but you gotta think these polls go out to old people and who are like, yeah, we like Democrats, but deep down they're just boomers at heart, and they just think like, oh, that sounds like a lot of money. Oh, Biden's speaking their language, oh, man. He's God, talking he about the record players. Kids and jumping on his, he loves kids jumping on his lap. That hairy legs, fucking stroke, weird. Stroking his hair. His blonde hair in the pool. Yeah, that's his move. He strokes the hair and <laughs> gives learned- a sniff. <laughs> right? Jesus so, Christ. What are you, the stroke and sniff? Sick did you see the video of him at the uh, town hall where Suck the guy was arguing with him? Oh. No, he I called the not. guy fat. <laughs> no, what? Yeah. Didn't he say, like, I, I bet I can do more push-ups <laughs> than you or something? Yeah, like the, guy was, wow. the guy was, like, calling him out for uh, some Ukraine, like, with the guy? The, the guy who asked the question. Oh, yeah. I he just was, saw his sucking really? his wife's finger. I mean, I he, just saw the screenshot of it, and it was like, I, I just that never picture? click. He was definitely fat. Um, yeah, you're talking about the the finger sucking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's sucking on his wife's finger. Oh yeah, there was that whole thing. No, I mean this one wasn't as as bad as those, but he got into it with like some some guy in the crowd, and like he, well he he started to like say fat. It sounded like he was gonna say like fat ass, and he just like cut himself off. He was like fat. Wow. You can't even say fat. That's fat shaming. That's like, no, dude. That's like him and the CEO of Curves, man. They, those guys like to <laughs> criticize people on their weight. Oh yeah. Phil still has. Phil's a witness to that. <laughs> yeah. The CEO of Curves called. Uh, said. 
No, what he offered you a, you know, no, he was, no, 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 no. What did he say he, exactly? The, guy, the waiter handed us a salad. And he goes, yeah, you should definitely be eating more of that or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> or, or was it the That's rolls? Like and he was like, you. You should no, it was the, the salad. Um, he was handing you the salad. And this was like the first thing he said to you, right? It was literally the first thing he ever said to me. The CEO of Curves. I don't Kyle know. I, right there. I just gonna say I have a good feeling about that guy. <laughs> it was we a have weird... an open we have an open uh, boycott of of, of curves yeah, currently. It was <laughs> a weird no, table. Okay, stop saying we, dude. <laughs> no, we as a podcast, dude. We got to rally around. Phil. No, Dave Craig was the only one who had my back on that. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Dave Craig was like, "That guy's a piece of shit." Yeah, I was like, "Thank you." And Matt's like, "High five." I was like, "I was like, I'm gonna Dave find Craig, this guy and settle down." You know, everybody at that table was like kind of high profile, were, really right? successful all... in life. Yeah, what were like, you doing there, dude? I know, right? It was the Ron. It was at the Ron Paul <laughs> Institute. Peace and prosperity. Oh, you were there too, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. You Next to oh, me. They come around to us, and we're like, oh, yeah. They're like, so what do you guys do? I'm a millionaire. He's a millionaire. He's an international journalist. What do you do? And I'm like, uh, I'm Phil. I'm Phil. I, I'm a guest on a podcast. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, didn't have too much to say. But it was so funny though. Oh, that's cute. All right. I was like, I, I run ten Facebook groups. Yeah. <laughs> I am the Libertarian Party. I don't even know. For real, that was that was a story, man. I still can't get over that. <laughs> All right, good times. So, yeah. R.I.P. Kamala. Yeah, end of watch. So wait, uh, I kind of want to skip to number five. I think. All right, man. Let's do it. Since we're running out of time here. Uh, so Sarwark's white guys post. Yeah, old Nikki Sarwark. So what happened here? What did Sh- Mister Shark Week do again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You want to look up the docs in this to make sure oh, I don't Jesus. say anything wrong? I, I just say I'm testing your doc uh, re- retrieving skills. But um, so he he made it. He posted this thing. Well, the Libertarian Party itself posted this thing about. It didn't post that though, did it? No, it, it wouldn't surprise it me. It was but. the same. I'm pretty sure it was the same thing. I could be wrong. It was something about no. Okay, it was a different article, but it was um. The Libertarian Party first put out this thing on social media saying something about libertarians need to create this space that, like, bans racists or something like that. Oh, yeah. He then was like, I'm going to up the ante on this because he saw the response beginning. So then he posted something about how white privilege. I think you just passed it. Did I? Yeah, right there. No, no, nah, okay. dude. So, so then he posts this thing about white privilege and how, like, how do we communicate that you're a piece of shit, garbage white person without offending you and triggering you? Like, that was pretty no, much. The it was gist how of the do article. we communicate that, like, you have things easier than, or you have privilege, right? You know, right. And yeah. so that he posted a picture of a video game's difficulty settings, where it's like easy, medium, and hard. Well, that was the screen. That was the that was the picture that came with the article. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, he shared this article, and that was the picture that came with the article. But the analogy was yeah. a video game analogy, and being a white male means you you have your life is easier than someone who's not a white male. I mean, he wrote like a whole yeah, he wrote like a whole article. I'm not going to obviously read the whole article here, but no, uh, Jared, please read the, the title. entire article. <laughs> please, it's reading time. With, can, can we with stop making a reading time with Mr. Schneiderman? We've got a new segment. It's called Reading Time with the Jew. Hell yeah, dude. I love this idea, dude. Yeah. It's spreading um, diversity. It's going to put all your kids to sleep. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so the title of the article was Straight White Male. Oh, he didn't write it. He reposted it. But From 2012. From 2012. Wow, okay. Progressive. Yeah. Straight White Male, the lowest difficulty setting there is. So he felt the need to post this 
Mm-hmm. On the same day, which was yesterday, that the whole UPS thing went down. Um, so people were rightfully calling him, uh, calling him out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, he also retweeted uh, AOC the other day. He did. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, Nick. Um, well, that was another story we kind of we kind of didn't put on the board. Maybe save that for the after hours. Yeah. Well, so here's this. What this looked like to me. And as someone who has minimal access to insider things with the party. And intelligence. You wow, saw dude. nobody <laughs> laughed at that, right? I'm just clarifying. Like, that was what? dead silence dude. except for you, all right? Okay. okay. All right, I, let's continue. I made myself laugh, okay? There you go. That's all that matters in life, making yourself Somebody laugh. listening it, to the podcast. Honestly, yes. Might be laughing tomorrow. You don't know. But anyway, so Nick posted this thing because there was there's now been an issue going on the Libertarian Party. Um, guys like Joshua Smith, who's at large with the Mises Caucus, um, now that Dave Smith, Tom Woods, Scott Horton have all joined in the Libertarian Party and they're backing Jacob Hornberger, they all have links, right? That, so you guys could have, which we could still have. We were offered the same link that you get $5 of anybody who joins to our link, the Libertarian Party. And so now it's showing where who's doing the recruiting. And I think since those links have gone out a few months ago, Joshua Smith is responsible for almost like 1,200 new registered libertarians. Wow. wow. And that's like enough to pretty much pay for the convention itself, which apparently I think the last convention they kind of had to like suck from like one of their emergency funds to pay for it. I think that was wow. something I was speculating. So, yeah, mad props to Joshua Smith. Yes. So he's doing all the recruiting. And... So now Nick, as a party man, knows what that means. Like it's, I have to cater to these people now because my his stick this okay. entire time has been if you you know okay, we're I, here, I want to do a podcast I want to do a podcast poll okay okay mm. okay who here would would uh, cast their vote for Joshua Smith for LP chair right here I plan on being there to do that but I think we're so. all raising oh um, come on Kyle you wouldn't do it I, I'm not I'm undecided on it you know just do it I don't know. It. Okay, I, so I I would like to see three out of uh, Nick, three out like of five Nicholas? here. Well, Nick no, isn't running I don't. right now. Nick I, is not I, running. You I look, would like to see. You like Mike uh, Shipley? Shipley's, uh, Shipley's no. the number two guy running. You know that, right? No, it, I wouldn't go for Shipley. <laughs> okay, okay. So between Mike Shipley, <laughs> Nicholas Sarwark, and Joshua Smith, who would you choose? Mm, pro- probably Josh. I'd say Josh. There you go. That's all we need. Yeah. That's all we need. I mean, if you're you going to give me a Kyle, give me that choice. The, the Kyle Wagner stamp of approval. Yeah, I, I, I just PRL feel like straw poll. Nick has really <laughs> been fails. catering to uh, progressives for whatever reason lately. I, I don't really like all the identity politics that he promotes. So I well, just, you know. But that, I mean, goes, that goes back to what's happening. Because yeah. the new people that are coming in, they're all they're pretty much all going from the Mises Caucus people. I mean, I, hey, I, Phil, would you say that Nick Sarwark is kind of like on the dick of identity politics? Yes, he rides it a lot. And that dick <laughs> is Mike Shipley's. Just like, wow, dude. I mean, I... Um, <laughs> wow, bro. I, I don't know. I, I guess, like, as a straight white male, it's mildly offensive to be told, like, oh, you know... You got life on easy street just because you're straight white male. Yeah. I it's mean, just completely it, maybe maybe it is an advantage. I think it kind of is in a in a in a, a majority white society. Okay, like, but that that generalization is what the left would call dehumanizing language, and that's all they engage in is dehumanizing language. They're like, well, white people have it this way, or men have it this way, or rich people are this way. It's you're now lumping these people into these. Yeah, I mean, is that homeless guy that I drove by and didn't give change to? <laughs> 
Is he that, that got, he hasn't just cashed in his privilege yet? Yeah, he I don't need a, it in. I don't need another straight white male telling me how privileged I am. Like he <laughs> right. can just he can just go fuck off, you know? Like Ooh, wow. I mean, seriously, like it's offensive to, to have somebody like talking down Kyle, to you like when that. When you said that, I think I felt my cock twitch. It's it's <laughs> agi- it is no, it's, me. it is agitating. That was still, that was me. Like I don't I I have struggled to think of the right word. Maybe it's condescending, but I'm just like it's, it's I, pandering too. It's very pandering. I just don't I don't appreciate it, you know. So like he should stop. But Nick knows what's happening. So he actually we chronicled this. He went to the Mises event in Lake Jackson, uh, Texas, with with it was Lou Rockwell, Ron Paul. Uh, I don't think Tom Woods is there, but I think there was pretty much everyone affiliated with the Mises Institute. Jeff Dice, I think, was also there. Mm-hmm. They all went to this, and he went. He just showed up, and he personally invited Ron Paul to the convention because he knew that those 1,200 members, he's now has to start to – he always talks about it's a party, you know, come – you know just show up and that's how you get to where you are and people started taking his advice and so now he has to kind of cater to those people that are coming in and that pissed off a ton of his following it uh, between yeah, that and it, the fight for 75 dude i'm telling you man people are really turning on him like you see it cl- clearly mike shipley turned on him yeah Maybe. it's weird because apparently there was a, a, a real wait, shipley turned on Star Wars, Star Wars, yeah. yeah. Um, for they apparently they got into an exchange online, but I also heard that there was I don't know concrete for sure, but there was a verbal exchange in person between Andy Craig and Nick Sarwark. With Andy was flipping out on Nick. Yeah, and, I mean um, because the narrative that they're trying to push is that the Mises Caucus is a bunch of neo Confederates and racists. Mm-hmm. So for him to show any kind of like warmth or welcoming to them to that caucus and anything with the name Mises on it is mm-hmm. uh, deeply offensive to his far left, the far left faction or whatever you want to call the Andy Craig. I don't, I don't know. What's a good label for them? Like well, Tom Woods calls them the loser, the loser brigade, the loser brigade. I mean, it, it is, it is kind of funny cause it's all, it's not kind of funny, suspects, but, but mm, it's all, it's all better. infighting within a tiny party. That's trying to just, you know, get any kind of traction in American politics. Right. Yeah. You know, very few candidates, no candidates in major offices, and yet uh, we fight tooth and nail. Um, I would say amongst each other, but like they do really seem very different to me. You know, I kind of look at these guys; is. they remind me of Democrats, and we probably remind them of Republicans. I don't know, or I probably do. I got I get called a Republican sometimes, <laughs> huh? You know, well, imagine that. <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. So, guys. We have the after hour pro have the after hours program going on after this. If you want to gain access to that, you can hours. visit us over at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians and contribute a minimum of one dollar per month and you will be helping to keep the electricity on here in Anarchy Basement. Mm. Yeah, we also have T shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a ten percent discount. Until next time, live free. Or die. State is a footprint with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? Soldiers and gods in the death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes. Do the best for you. 
Principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete. 